Um, we have a very special guest today, our very dear friend, Jean Acuna, who is the owner of Jean Acuna Skincare, right? Yeah, JA Skin Therapy. JA Skin Therapy. And Matthew likes to brag that he has a special gene in his life yeah. right? <laughs> no somebody <laughs> if somebody tells me that my skin's looking good it's usually because i had already gone i had just got a gene and i'd say oh i just have a good gene <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to sit down around the table with you today tonight and one have an excuse to have you over for dinner right and no excuses i'm i'm always like outside your door just waiting for you to open it <laughs> and to talk about kind of how you got to being so interested in skincare um and also kind of what your aspirations are moving forward because we know that there's a lot that you have been focused on just beyond skin there's kind of thinking about the whole body, the whole self, right? Right. Because it all connects. Mind, body, spirit, it all connects. Um, I started with skincare. Um, I've been licensed for over 20 years. So, um, but then it started when I was young because I was such a sickly with child with Bell's palsy, which is paralysis of one side of the face. And then I had a lot of um, allergies. So as a child with all these hives and everything on you, it's hard. And then, uh, you know, and kids were not that nice. So it kind of set the path to that because I was always a dermatologist office or doctors. And so, you know, there was always um, medication, but there was never any to tell you, oh, this is exactly what it is. Things were just different back then. And then with the foods too, we ate. And so things just started changing around that time in the 70s and 80s and, you know, putting a lot of preservatives in our food. And so, um, and um, that's kind of how it began really is when I was young is things happening to me. And, and so I would always look research or be at the doctors and asking a lot of questions. So, and it just went from there. Just really curious about what was going on in your own body, right? Yes. Yes. Like what could be making it, what could be causing it to make your skin react the way that it was? Exactly. And nobody knew, not even the doctors, like the Bell's palsy at that time, nobody knew anything about it. So, cause this was in the, uh, whatever, late seventies. And so people didn't really know anything. And so it's a virus and I'll always have that virus, but it's, it's centered around inflammation. Everything is centered around inflammation. Mm -hmm. So with that came to play a lot of um, food allergies. And so I was diagnosed with celiac just a few years ago, but it's always been there. It's just, it started happening um, a lot more because to our foods, have really gotten um, worse, worse, yeah. you know, in, in the sense that they cause inflammation, inflammation. And, you know, everybody, it's been proven inflammation is, uh, is the beginning to every dis-ease. So you're, mm -hmm. you know, whenever you're stressing, your body is automatically going to heat up. And once you heat up, you get inflamed. So it just starts breaking it down. And all if the way. you do that over and over and over, 
for long periods of time, then that's when your body starts to break up. Exactly. Break apart, it's break just, down. it's, you're causing trauma constant yep. over and over. And if you repeat the same thing over and over, well, eventually it is going to explode. And that's what happens a lot with, um, disease and all of that good stuff. So it started, my journey started with skin because being a young girl too, you know, you're so self-conscious, you're all of that. And it's like, why do I have all this on my face? And then when you have uh, paralysis of one side of the face and you're 10. And so when you're drinking, you know, your water and all that is just dripping out. So you're always, you know, very self-conscious. And as a young girl that carries with you, even to adulthood. So they, they, um, thank God we were able to manage it immediately, especially because they didn't know so much back then, but it's always, it's, it's a virus that I carry. How long did it last whenever you first, was it always intermittent? Like, would you get it? And then, no, it just happened one day where I woke up and I was, my face was crooked. I went and looked, I woke up in the morning. I was, I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. And then I went to my mom. I said, what's happening at my aunt? So we went to the doctor and then that's when they didn't even know. And then finally there came back with it, but you know, it happened immediately. And then once they figured it out and they gave me some medication and I guess it was probably less than a year, but around uh, more than six so months. Really? That long? Oh, yeah. So I went with it for that long. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, did it, it stay, did half of your face stay paralyzed that whole time? Well, yes. So it did. And then it started after months of the medication, then it started getting back to normal. But I've always had a, then you always have a smaller eye because you have to strengthen that muscle too. Thank God I was so young when okay. it happened because then, Makes you, sense. you know, your muscle. So that's where a lot of the stuff that I do now works on muscle because our muscle has memory. Oh, so that's yeah. why I lift, I work on lifting with the muscles, with microcurrent machines. And because of all that microcurrent started for people with strokes or Bell's palsy. So everything I do is centered around inflammation mm -hmm. or, okay. so everybody thinks it's about beauty. Well, it is, but we have to get to the heart of it. So, so, th so that was something that stood out to me was, you know, it's like, if, if you're, like you said earlier, that acne is an easy an easy one right or is that how you said well, it like, I, for, like with acne i know a lot of times the underlying thing there is heat anger anger so and you have to think of it in that way i mean that's inflamed your skin is inflamed it's hot yeah you're actually physically hot they are you're like yes. mentally and physically so hot. there's something more going on there i'm not saying that that's you you have a life that you're running around angry i'm saying there's an underlying something that happened or something that's going on within and you kind of need to figure it out because we can give you all the meds you want but once you get off those meds everything is still going to happen again. And it might even happen more because you don't, you just put a bandaid on. Yeah. It. yeah. So, and that's the problem. Yeah. And that's the problem this day and age. We're just looking for quick fixes and we have to realize we are the best doctors for ourselves. We have to know our body first. Then we get our doctors and other med people to yeah. help us. But I think people get it so crazy because like when we go to the doctor, 
and then they tell us whatever, give us our diagnosis and it's a grim one. Then we focus just on yeah. what they said and we have to go off of this. Well, that's stress within the body. Mm-hmm. So you're just causing more and more. So it's just like daily life. We just have so much stress. But once we focus on this one thing, we this one path, it keeps us from the whole journey, which is also Western, Eastern, everything. You are the healer mm-hmm. of your own, of your own body. Yeah. So I guess then it would, the, the, the irony of it is, I guess, you know, if you're working in skincare, it's all visible right there. You can see it. Right. But what you've now said is that that was just sort of the end of the line. There's, and now what you're more interested in is, is not just treating what's on the outside. You're actually looking for, we got to look further in and we're going to deal with all of that. Exactly. Because I've been doing skin, like I said, for so long now, so I can see what's happening, what's going on. So it kind of just started happening within itself. I started talk, we just started talking, my clients and I, and it became more like a counseling, a coaching. And so Really, therapy. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't like to use that word because right. I, I'm not, but it really, we just started talking and getting to the heart of the matter. So it became more about the coaching and they started seeing their lives as far as their patterns. And they're like, well, don't do, you need to change this. Or maybe if we do this, well, certain things are causing you to be aggravated mm-hmm. or to cause. And so we're trying to pinpoint certain things in your life that happen. Like I suggest to people, I'm, for instance, it's very hard for me to meditate. If anybody that knows me knows I'm, ah, I'm crazy, I'm wild, you know, I'm the opposite. So it takes, so with meditation for me, that's why I like to do the sound bowls or whatever, because that in itself, but it's so relaxing and it's so healing for the body because anytime you let the body just shut down naturally, you're giving yourself mm-hmm. the, a healing in itself, right? Because yeah. you're clearing the mind. So a lot of times um, that's what I'm working on clients with now is meditation, because for me, that is a challenge because it's very hard for me to meditate. So I try to incorporate now, like, um, like I said, the sound baths. Or, yeah, know, it's amazing. I can know, say that. Yeah. yeah, I just started doing it like, well, yeah, that's yes, right. I got to so experience it. It's just, it, right, it sends a vibration mm-hmm. through your body. Unless you experience it, you don't realize how. Mm-hmm. So the, you mentioned Eastern versus Western. And it seems like, you know, it seems like that it, the the not everybody, or may, maybe things are getting better in the sense that they're coming together, but it always seemed like you're, you have your people who are absolutely just go get a medicine for this over the whatever uh-huh. prescription medicine. And then there's the people who don't want to do any of that. Right. So it's like, there's so opposite ends of the pole, but is there a balance there or, or how there's do you an, look at that? There's an absolute balance there because re- again, remember you are, you are your own healer. Yes. Do we need the Western, the doctors? Of course we do. I'm not saying that. But it's not a one size fits all for everybody because too, when you are, something is happening within, if it's, if I have something mentally, it doesn't mean I'm going to go to my, my uh, pediatrician right, or my, right. you know, you your, know, your, your nose and throat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so you do have different healers for different things, but we 
Um, I think we just empower too many. And just things. try and just, and, and, and it's almost like you put it on them to even diagnose it when you don't even, I mean, hell, a lot of people aren't even honest with their doctors. No, when it's <laughs> true. And then we get upset. We, we gave them the power we empowered. And it's just so easy for us to, to not know our own body and all that, because really once you start learning and feeling within you know right away when something's going on yeah you know when you're off mm -hmm. or anything like that you know yeah and so it seems like step one if you're a person's trying to deal with you step one is to really just pay attention to what's happening to you it's like and, and, and it's usually not a coincidence right it's not <laughs> there's no yeah there's no such thing and a lot of times for me um i used to have well i have allergies because the celiac and stuff but I don't have allergies very much anymore. Mm -hmm. That sounds so oxymoronish wow, in Austin too. Yeah. Which is the worst. There you go. I mean, I used to be a regular taker of Zyrtec, all of them, yep. everything. Now you don't take anything? I don't take anything now. And it, and it rarely gets you? It rarely gets me. Every once in a while, again, I mean, it's usually my eyes and that's it. But I used to be so nasally, so bad where I couldn't breathe. But once I was diagnosed with celiac, it's like you have to change immediately. And then it takes a good six months to a year for all that to clean out of your system. Out. And then it comes out of your pores. So is it is celiac where your body just doesn't process, doesn't, isn't able to digest or process certain things? It's, it's wheat, rye and barley. So then you're liver or whatever is like overtaxed yes. and then that is backs you up and then now you're sneezing whenever we always, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't your immunity can't take it because it's just and so what happens it has to come out somewhere so it does oh. it starts attacking okay. the immune system it's a lot of times you'll get highs or your throat will shut and so it's just different things happen i unfortunately get covered in highs and it's very painful because it starts tearing the skin stretching so badly oh. and so that's how my inflammation happens where wow. some people get physically violently ill yeah. so there's just different wow. but a lot once you start feeling the throat tightening up that's when you know you're in a danger zone because they did they wanted me to it's always suggested for me to carry an EpiPen and all that and I was just like there's not any reason for that if you know where you're going the restaurants and I understand to you see, everybody should be cautious, but for me, it's just, I know yeah. now and I watch everything I do and I can pretty much um, tell when I'm going into a place. For me, it's white flour. Hmm. When there's white flour, I'm like, whoo, I immediately start getting hot and it's wow. like, I got to get out of here. Wow. So yeah. Even so just being facility. near it. That's yes. Yes. So, that's yeah. when I was in Corpus. Um, I just, we went into that restaurant. I wasn't even there 10 minutes and immediately it started wow. and I was just covered. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's and, just, and when, what year were, when were you diagnosed with Celia? Uh, 2013, I want to say okay. around there. But, but you, before that you would drink beer, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So did that affect you or did, oh, was yeah. it always like, I got the nose? Well, kind of I thing? wasn't so much yeah. of a beer drinker as I was a wine drinker. So oh. when I, so when I used to drink, that's very good that you brought that up because the celiac wasn't really hitting other than my weight. And it, it was the strangest thing because not necessarily was I 
overweight from drinking, it was more like I was swollen. Like I was, you were just inflamed yes. all the time. And I never made sense because it was like, wait a minute, how? And then I look back and I look, but I was always nasally and then always sickly besides the drinking of it. But it was told to me when I, when I was diagnosed with it, they were like, actually the um, drinking kind of, it, it helped and it, it, because it has to concentrate on the drinking. Oh. So in other words, yeah, prior, you know, the body you know, prioritizes. prioritizes. That's what? why I always tell you when you come for treatments, I said, okay, don't do this yep. because it's going to go after yep. that. So oh. that's what it did. It prioritized. So as soon as I stopped drinking, it wasn't. Oh. Yes, it was like, and that's when I was like, why did I stop doing this? You yeah. Know? yeah, but your body has to clean out. And oh, so, your body is like this it's, seriously it's, mic, like crazy smart, computer. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. It's, once you start to know it, too, and that's like, uh, you know, for me now, like, I was like, allergies and I don't get headaches anymore. And so when I start feeling, I said, okay, what's off here? And then I had to think, what did I eat? And I said, oh my God, I was just at so-and-so's house. I had a, some beef fajitas. So anything like the, the seasoning, pork or meat, I don't digest very well, especially pork. I mean, and I love beef. I want a hamburger, you know, but I just cut that out too. And that's yeah. made a you know, it's weird. It seems like, I guess this is maybe something is that everybody is a little bit different because I've known people who just can just eat meat and they just thrive on that. Yeah, yeah. no, and it's fine. Like, yeah, a but lot of the girls. If I do that, it just, it, I notice some crazy things. Yeah, like, yeah. Or you'll have weird dreams. Exactly. Or like, you know, even just small things like that. <laughs> well, like the barbecue, the smoke keeps me up. The, you know, it's like the smoke, the, wow. even the smoke, yeah. yeah, it's like I stay up. It's like, it's so weird. Well, so, your body's probably because you've tended to it for so long. It's overly reactive. Yeah, no, it's true. Like it's, it's like, okay, true. well, oh shoot. You yeah. know, now I got to take care of this or. It's so crazy how once you start reading and your body knowing it does, it directs you to exactly what it's going to point out something to you. And it's like, okay. Um, even like with water, you know, I'm like, God, why are, besides my lips being dry or yeah. certain, like headache, go, well, how much water have I had today? And then, so yeah. there's certain things. So to many, you're dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, when I was young, or actually the first time that it ever was uh explicitly brought to my attention. I remember Matthew and I had gone with a bunch of friends. We were living in California. We'd gone out to this music festival. It's the same place where Coachella is, but at the time they had started a country version of it called Stagecoach. And we oh, how all, hilarious. Yeah. It's same, same exact location as Coachella. It's just like a couple weeks before it. So we had all rented an RV and we had ridden over to the desert. We were in the desert. And one of the one of the girls had brought cinnamon buns, like cinnamon rolls to like make in the in the RV. And oh. her husband, everybody was devouring these cinnamon rolls. And one of the husbands was like, no, I'm not going to eat any of those. And all of us are like, why? You know, we're young and we're like in our early 20s. You eat everything, everything. right? And he goes, because that stuff just makes me feel 
awful after I eat it. And I never, I had yeah, never. Yeah, he was right. I just didn't think about it. I yeah. never. I was in my 20s and I had never thought about, oh crap, when I eat this, I feel like this after. I knew the ways that I did feel, but I had never consciously like thought I should probably not eat that because it makes me feel like shit. You don't even, and then it takes you a minute to pinpoint it what yes. it is because it's like you don't even realize sometimes like, what did I eat? And yeah. then you forget about, oh, I ate the M&Ms or yeah. I ate, yes. you don't really, and then the mixture too, then with the Ayurvedic, you know, that I yes. studied too. The mixture of foods too, like the things that we shouldn't combine. Shouldn't be putting together. Yeah. And so the different body types. So that's how I too now I read like different body types. I ask people, you know, our questions and then figure out what they are. And then that's how you can determine too, because some bodies do not want a lot of heat. And some bodies do require warm blooded, cold blooded. Yes, kind of thing. exactly. So we friends to there's certain foods. Wow. I mean, even down to if I, I'm looking across the table at Matthew, this Irishman, <laughs> Thornton, and then me, this little Filipino girl. And like sometimes whenever he's like drink, like he can, his body naturally can process a beer so much better than me, you exactly. know, or we even have a running joke around the house of like, if he's had a bunch of drinks the next day, I'm like, Oh my God, you're fermenting. I can smell you. It's you sound, so, you smell like a brewery, you it's know, so crazy <laughs> how you can smell yes. out of the pores. And that's why like a lot of them, <laughs> the next day after their night and, yes. they come and I'm like, Oh my God. So that's why I'll get the oxygen to the oxygen machine <laughs> and just like, give it to like here yes. this just to clear them out yeah. i mean he literally is fermenting yeah it's true <laughs> pickled i'm pickled yeah you're pickled you pickled yourself <laughs> but yeah i mean i just had never i can't believe when i think back to it now that i was in my early to mid 20s before i ever thought oh my gosh what i just consumed impacted me in this way it's a true story and then it's just the same thing like with the your mind and body connecting you know it's just like if you're going through a stressful time you yeah. know if you're sad or you're um have a lot of weight that you're dealing with yeah that's why a lot of times your face will fall yeah if everything structures itself around what you're feeling and your yeah. body's trying to deal with the stress part right exactly. so it's gonna drop the ball on everything else well, exactly even, yeah i mean recently i came to you i mean we see you probably every every other month every month yeah, or so every, yeah um, and six weeks and you know after my mom passed i was like gene i can't i can't get this out like this won't everything feels like it's so tight and like won't release, you know? And you're like, it's cause you're, you're literally like shrugging your shoulders all the time because you're tensed up. Like you got to get it out of your system. You carry you know? the weight of the world. And yeah. you know, you just lost your mom. Yeah. So, and then handling all of that, you are, you're constantly walking around with your shoulders up and it's also kind of a protection 
too. So, you know, we don't realize we are putting our shells up to protect ourselves, but then it starts affecting the body and how, and I'm here to tell you those people that don't think stress can tear down the body. It can, Mm -hmm. and it can happen so fast, Mm -hmm. you know, so it really is. Again, I was one of those people because I'm so fast paced and and I didn't realize really pausing, whether it be meditation or just going for a walk in the park or just going to sit in a quiet place does make a difference. It truly Mm -hmm. does just to take three deep breaths when you can. It it does. It takes, uh, it makes uh, your day easier, but it does rewire. Yeah. A lot of it, you know, instead of being reactive, we're like, okay, I got to go pause for a second. Yeah. I feel like when we were in New York city, that feeling hit me really hard because we were walking around and there's just people everywhere. So the whole time I felt like I was dodging and then I'm hearing honks and then people are, and then I hear somebody cussing and then I'm like, (laughs) and I'm ready to freak out, you know, and I'm like, God. This is a stressful place. Yeah, it's like the jungle. It's yes. like the jungle. It's You really are in that mode where you're like, you're like turning and no, looking around like, like you're, like you're on something, it's you know? For real. So can you imagine daily like that? I mean, and then so and you're tightening every yeah. which way or, you know, so it does, it does affect everything. And somewhere <laughs> or another, it's going to show up mm-hmm. in your appearance one way or another, whether it be your skin. But remember, the skin is the largest or- organ, mm-hmm. so it is going to purge. Yeah. That's the last place it's, it's got to get out of there. Yeah. Exactly. And sometimes in our lymphatic area, our neck or under our arms, a lot of people have breakouts under their arms mm-hmm. because we've just been holding it just literally is held in there yeah and if the skin can't release it fast enough then bad stuff happens inside of you right exactly exactly you just again we're like we're um holding everything in so just like uh an explosion it's all gonna Mm -hmm. come out eventually so yeah uh, you talk about stress like the they do those pictures of the President like Obama, they did. Remember, they took a picture, oh, his, his yes. first picture when he got in office and then whatever, eight years later, you look at him and he looks like two or two or so decades, like yeah. quarter century older. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. immediately they turn gray. Mm-hmm. It's all that. And it's true, though. It's, it's absolutely, you know, like my thing is too, where you think about the Bible, Moses with a burning bush. Yeah. And that's why I tell these girls, go ahead, go out in that sun with no sunscreen. <laughs> be like Moses, you know, you're going to, right? Shrivel up or be dark. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Unless you have a good message for me, you're not, you yeah. don't need to go out there. And, but a lot of them still have that, um mindset you know i'm young i get and i'm just like i'm you know i mean growing up in corpus being at the beach and i'm so fair baby oil and all of that yeah it is all this was red and you know what i'm saying it's like the stupid things and then but you think about it's like the abuse on our body yeah absolutely you know that we're even uh able to talk about it now yeah so well so 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 celiac got you well actually i'm not gonna say got you into skin therapy but but how did what was the next big transition from skin therapy to what was the next big uh thing you noticed so well i started skin like i said i've been really i've been into my whole life because of young but um then when i started on my skincare journey it was really up until 
I want to say 10 years ago. And then I started doing my own journeys because I, I, uh, became sober, stopped drinking. And so a lot of life changes ha- came with that. And then my body started changing. I just wanted to be on the whole healthy side. But um, as we know, alcoholism or any addiction is a compulsion of the mind. So again, I did a the whole uh, recovery, AA, all of that. Again, not one size fits all for everybody. AA saved my life, but I have moved on since then. Do I believe in it? Absolutely. Everybody needs to continue with whatever works for them. But um, so that became my next journey. But I just realized there was... I couldn't get the compulsion. The compulsion was there. So you can go to the meetings, you can go, but when you have, it's a, it's a chemical imbalance as well. So when you have that, you're like, there's something more, because why would I continually put myself in these patterns and, and then I can stop drinking, but I'm continually thinking, um, not necessarily about drinking, but the spin in your head, it's, you know, like, okay, what's next? What I do? Well, that's a compulsion. So, you know, you can't just sit within. And so what I started doing is I started getting my own healers, my own, the alternatives. So I met a, uh, a wonderful lady out in Kyle and she did uh, the biomagnetics when we started there. And then she got me um, to do a, uh, a ceremony with Iwayaska. Oh, so, okay. I did ayahuasca for the first time and the the shaman came down from Peru and we did the whole ceremony. And actually it um I had to do it twice, as in you do a dosage they give you, and then the, I had to do it again because obviously my alcohol you had it cleansed, like, like it's supposed to help cleanse yes, out and your then, to help cleanse, but it works on the it's mind. It's working your mind. It works in, working your mind. So you can see certain things. You can have visions or everybody's different again. So you can see your past. You can see, you can have visions, but you're finding out why you do what you, what you did. And basically, did they ask it, you questions? Well, no. So you take it or you just literally sit with you yourself? You sit with yourself. You're in a, so you can, like, can have hallucinations, but oh, you're wow. being monitored. So sometimes you'll see your past come through. Really? Or you'll see like, what you used to be, or you'll see things that you forgot. Do you recall it? Oh, yeah. I, re- I recall. So it's still vivid. Oh, yeah. It's still very vivid. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's what I was struggling with too, right? When I stopped drinking was PTSD okay. because of driving, like things would come back to me. Acts, you know, you start freaking out. You're like, Oh my God. And so your mind does start getting crazy. Yeah. You really do. Cause you're starting thinking of your past and mm-hmm. everything. Oh my God, why am I still here? And like, it's starting to become clear because while you were addicted, you could drown, you could Maybe. Well, if you feed the compulsion, right? You're then you just then you just it's a cycle. Yeah, you don't ever move anywhere, but you're just right here. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You never have to think about it. So, uh, so I did. I did ayahuasca, and that within the next day, within 24 hours, 48 hours, I noticed a difference. I said, "Oh, maybe it's just." And no, I since since my first ayahuasca, I didn't. I've never had a 
uh, desire for alcohol. Wow. So yeah. that's what you noticed was the compulsion was gone. The compulsion was gone. Now I, I did do ayahuasca three times after that once in Peru, but it was just kind of for rewiring of the mind. Yeah. Now I'm good with it. You know, yeah. I know when I need to, if I need to do anything like that. Is it like a reset button? Is it's that a what it reset. It's a rewiring. Do you have I, to go into it intentionally with like the first time that you did it? I had you, no clue. You had no clue. But then the second time you go in, because you had already had an experience, do you have to go in and be a little bit intentional about like, okay, I'm doing this because I want to uncover. Yes. yes. So okay. when I did it the second time, it was like, okay, what's my next journey? Where do I need to go next? Oh, wow. You know, just okay. lead me into that path where I need to be taken. But it wasn't, to. at that point, it wasn't necessarily, can you help me in this compulsion in my mind? It, it was more like that's over with, Yes. but now you're seeing where else this goes. But once you have a compulsion of the mind, remember, you're always going to have another compulsion, compulsion. It's just going to go somewhere else. So you have to learn how to, yeah, exactly. Mm. So then it just became, um, just me working through my past, mm -hmm. working through why are you, why do you feel unworthy? Why do you feel, because that's what starts coming up mm -hmm. is all of your, whatever you need to work through your childhood. Why? Uh, and the ayahuasca trip was just this. It started that, that mindset. It started the mindset. Like, and then because, because it takes you to, to sometimes your past that you don't remember and even little things. And then sometimes you can start from that point. And then things that you miss, like, in other words, let's say it takes you to your childhood and you can't re you don't remember this part of your life, but you're going down this journey now of this part of your life you didn't remember. And it's almost like where you're reliving the story, retelling it's it. it's kind of new. Yeah. And, and also it makes sense because oh, you if can you retell had, it, yeah. like, like you can almost your Rewire mind might the story. story exactly. Yes. Because, or at least the meaning of the story. Exactly. Because you don't remember. And then all of a sudden, why is it coming? So it's almost where it's deliberately allowing you to say, okay, if this would have gone this, you know oh, what I mean? Wow. So it does. It takes you in certain directions that you're like, but it's amazing when you have no control, how the mind where go. Yeah, I've had, and I feel like that happens sometimes in my dreams. And it probably does. You know, I'll yeah. wake up and I'm like, how did I know that? I didn't know I knew that. I didn't, I don't know that, you know, yeah. and it'd be something like some random <laughs> word that was, it was like something that, you know, I think it was a caldera or something. It was like, <laughs> and I was like, well, do I know what that is? And I, and I, in my mind, I was like, isn't that just like a volcano down the ocean or something? Like, how, how do you know that? Know. How do you know that? <laughs> You're all man, I'm brilliant. <laughs> in my dreams, I'm brilliant. Like you're having a conversation with yourself. But it does, <laughs> but it makes sense though, because if you actually start at your first ayahuasca trip, you are dealing with compulsion, but the compulsion is a result of some underlying issue that is causing you to try to either cover that up or deal with it or, you know, whatever the situation is. So first you go, you, it makes you acknowledge like maybe the surface level of it. Yeah. And then you got, which just goes like skincare. It's like, okay, I noticed I have a pimple on my face, but like, what is causing the pimple? Let me, let me get some clear. So yeah, let's get exactly. back on my day. Yeah. Now, like, not even think about think it. About it. We are all, we're all human. So we're all born in the same, we're all born with addictions. 
we all do have mental problems, this and that. So, you know, some of us just take it in a different direction. Yeah. So a lot of that with addiction, with anything else, it's an unworthiness. It's a, you know, not having enough of something. And we, so it's like, but why, why are you feeling that? Why do you have to harm yourself? Why do you have to hurt yourself in Mm -hmm. the process? You know, so there's just. And, and is it, and is it all essentially, um, um, an effect of, the ways that your brain is releasing chemicals, like what, it, which ones is choosing to push up or yeah. which ones is turning it, down. Yeah. Cause it's almost feels like you were like you weren't using your knowledge. Think about it because all I needed to know was how to open a bottle of wine, right. and, you know, and shoot bullshit or whatever. What, what, what is really your goal when you, when you're in your addiction? What is really your goal is to get to the next, you know, to get or to, to avoid, is it, is it to avoid or is it, well, it's to avoid what's happening within your life, but then it's also to get the next hit. Yes. You know, yes. your focus is yes. the next, the next, which the is next. why, which is why you, otherwise you would never end up with a hangover because there's no, you would, you would never tell yourself I'm going to have, Kennedy's or whatever. Exactly. You just you you get to number two and you go, oh, well, now you're chasing it. You know, now you're on the hamster wheel. But so that's exactly what am I? What are you running from? Mm-hmm. What do you constantly have to keep numbing yourself from? Mm-hmm. So that's the basic thing, and that's what we don't want to look at. We don't want to look at any of that. Like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Why do I have this disease? And uh, but it's just like anything else, you know. Like, why does, why do I have acne and the, right. why don't, it's just, it's why, why, why? Mm-hmm. But again, we're human. So we're all going to have different, you know, different little ailments. And we all think that physical is not a part of mental and mental is not a part of physical. It all ties in together. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, because again, when somebody tells you, you have a, you're dying or whether you have cancer and they tell you you have cancer and automatically people assume it's a death sentence. Yes, it's serious. Well, what happens then? Your mental capacity goes your Everything, your body won't fight because you're so stressed about knowing that you have cancer. And then you're focused on your doctor. Okay, now you've given your doctor yeah. so much power yeah. because you're like, save me, heal me, you know, all that. Yep. So, you know, it's kind of, that's what I'm saying. It's a vicious cycle. Well, they did, remember we talked about, we've talked about this before, but that documentary they did, Crazy Sexy Cancer, where yes. she essentially oh, cures herself, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know how that all ended up. Well, we watched that movie Dosed when we went to the Flathead Lake Film Festival and a lady pretty much cured her cancer. She had like stage five or like something. It was was terminal, like to the point where it was, they were just advising her. And they put her on extremely high doses of THC. So what they did was they, they, I guess they, they numbed her for sure. Right. But they also gave her body the way I understood it. Yeah. It gave her body a chance to rest. be its best rest and fight. That's what so people, she slept a lot. Yes. That's yeah. what people do not understand. That's why I, when you come in and see me, yes, we talk. And that's why I'd like to space out so much time mm-hmm. for us to chit chat or whatever. But then I do want you to have that at least 15 minutes, 30 minutes of time just to chill, to rest, close your eyes, just be, because rest 
is the major, is the number one thing of healing. And that's the main thing we fight, right? I think yeah. we all have FOMO. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's, it's for real. It's like, oh, I'm not going to sleep. I'm, I mean, like, we're supposed to be these super people and like, oh, I only had two hours sleep last night. Yeah, you know, right. like, then good for you. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's yeah. Like, <laughs> anymore now that I know, since we've talked about this anymore, I'm like, that's not a thing you want to brag about. Yes. You definitely want to get more exactly. than that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's so, usually me. <laughs> no, it's for real. Yeah. So that's what kind of, and so, you know, and with anything, uh, addiction, anything, you know, your sleep is not there. Yeah. So you have to, anytime you're going through healing of anything, you have to rewire. It's just that simple because your body's gotten thrown off. Your mind is thrown. Everything has to come back together Yeah. with it. And so, I mean, again, I literally was rewired by hmm. by my body because my body, the drinking, the side, and so all of the things you did, all of the things, and you're really it was blind faith because you look at these people like, shut up, are you stupid? What do you want me to do? But everything else wasn't working, and then you know, with AA, you find the creator um, of a Doctor Bob. And a lot of this is not shared, but he had to, he did LSD on several occasions because again, it's a compulsion of the mind. One size doesn't fit all. And sometimes you do have to literally get yourself out of this world to go see the reset. Was he doing the LSD while he was an alcoholic or was he doing it afterward? So I feel like that might be something to reset. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that might be a thing to distinguish too, is that. (laughs) Yeah. You If I were, if I were in my heaviest drinking days, how I would take that is, you know what? All I got to do is take some LSD. Well, that's why, just be, you know, drinking and take, you know, that's it's like, it. that's why I got such a bad rap because it was used as for party, party and drug. All that. but it had so many um, benefits as far as rewiring the mind. And so it reminded, am I sitting here condoning? It, but now? it seems like but, when they were doing it more in a controlled scenario. Yeah. Because again, a lot of times you do have people that suffer mental illness, bipolar, schizophrenia. So you are already in a different. Yeah. So there's different ways to handle different. So uh, an LSD ayahuasca trip won't necessarily may turn you into not not being an alcoholic if you are one. <laughs> exactly. But if you've stopped being one and you're on a journey... It this helped. could be the, this helped. could be a game changer in terms of that your conscious mind can't uncover, can't explore. Like there's something blocking you. There's something blocking us because we don't. A lot of times with alcoholism, addiction, it's an unworthiness. So you don't want to unravel. Because then the gig is up. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. The gig is up. You don't want to figure out why. Oh, why don't I love myself? Oh, why was, you know, this, that, and the other. Yeah. So um, you that's know, it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So because there is more of an underline to it, but then that requires work. And so, you know, people not necessarily. Well, and so it's either, it's like some people go to traditional therapy you know they go to a traditional well, therapist they're starting to mix these now i think well, well, you yes. have to yes. really because again not one size fits all and then uh, and then just like anything else sometimes things get culty for people yeah you know yeah. and uh it's either this or nothing or you know uh 
again, are you going to go to hell if you don't do, right. you know, so it is confusing. For well, people. and a lot of people have that image of, you know, 60,000 people gathered in Golden Gate Park, you know, and all of them are high on LSD acting weird. It's a true and so it's, story. You know, so people have a bad, you yeah, know, a but, bad image of it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like with marijuana, the right cannabis or whatever helps people as well, because yeah. some people are so wired up there that they do need to be calm. relaxed. Yeah, calm. now they've come so far with being able to, to tailor fit the exactly. strain to you. Exactly. You know? So, well, and everybody, I think, uh, I think a big thing of the conversation is like, know yourself and then find ways. Like Matthew always jokes with me and he's like, ah, you're the per the only person I know. Or you're like, you're the person that needs to actually do relaxing things. He's like, because you need to relax, you know? Oh my God. You, you Denise, you and Alistair are very much alive. And he's like, yeah, you need to go get a massage. Yeah. Or you need to go to yoga because you need to chill out. That's you know? what I always tell him and go, hear like this house echoes quite a bit and if you're in the other room and she's already up you just hear she's doing that she's walking just and the speed of a walk in the morning i'm like wow she's walking way too fast for whatever time it is yeah well it's usually right if uh, i'm awake everybody's gonna be yeah. awake yeah. that's right maybe that's what you are subconsciously saying no, uh, no. <laughs> well um okay so then gene when people come to see you though like is there they probably don't realize that you're um, observing and noticing all the things when they walk in the door, you know, you probably can read a lot about what's going on with them, even though they're just coming, they, they think they're coming to see you for their skin. Exactly. But you can quickly probably notice lots about just what's from going talking on. to them in the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. And especially if they're less if they're, I've been, they've been with me for a while or even if it's their second or third visit, but the first visit within five minutes, because I start carrying on a conversation, I start asking them about their life, what's happening. And then I'll know immediately like what's going on. And then I start, we start going further. And then that's when I start incorporating what's happening with them and how it's happening. And a lot of them, are like, what? You know, it's like, almost, how did you know that? Yeah, it's almost like they kind of think in a way, and I'm not trying to be funny, a clairvoyancy in yeah. a way. And I'm like, no, it's just knowing your lifestyle and knowing the body. And a lot of times because of the biomagnets and all that that I do, I can tell just by touching people, like with Reiki or just where they're... Um, inflamed and all that. So I do have to touch around mm -hmm. the body and I can feel an energy. And that's why a lot of times I'll tell you guys, I said, Hey, you're swollen here. What yeah. did you do? Did yes. you do this? I said, why are you doing? Yeah. Because that's it. It's just, when you start learning your body, it's really easy too to help other people just yeah. a light, slight touch. Yeah. And you're like, you know, like, you know, like, are you feeling warm here? Or, you know, this and that. So a lot of times or I just ask a lot of questions because for me now, 
knowing the skin as much as I do now and then going through and I have to look at everything as a lesson like with celiac actually yes I'm not happy I have it of course not but it's teaching me so much it's mm-hmm. taught me so much especially for other people as well yeah mm-hmm. so well, in your case, more conscious when there's something at stake where it's not just a uh, I'm just going to try to be disciplined and figure this out on my own but now there's that that puts something at stake for you where it's, you're like I got to figure this out you well know? because the medications they wanted were trying to give me at the beginning were very damaging on the liver and they wanted, so uh, being a recover, I was like, Shh, no, no, no. Because then I saw it right away. It started drawing out the skin, but that's all it was doing is drawing out. I said, oh, no. And then I started swelling. So it's kind of a steroid. That's your, ster- that's your yeah. liver not doing what it's Yes. Sw- and so then I started reading the side effects, all of that. And I was like, no way. And so damage to the skin, stay out of the sun, blah, blah, blah. You know, and this is something they want me to be on for the rest yeah. of my life. Because you go, if you have attacks or I said, why would I have attacks if I'm supposed to follow this? Right. So that's why I kind of got annoyed with the with a health, you know, with yeah. them, well, you know, just take a pill for it. That's yeah. it. That's like, it. That's, that can't be the, that can't be the only solution. Yeah. Either, you know? And that information's sort of been leaking out over the last, how, whatever, maybe decade, but in just recently that whole painkillers show or whatever. Oh my like, God. Yeah. Was that crazy? Oh, that was crazy. That's insane. <laughs> that totally, yeah. but that's kind of what it is. And that's kind of where it's gotten like that with everything, you know, with diet with uh, injectables, with uh, Ozempic, with, you know, everything. What are your thoughts on Ozempic? Oh, God. I just, it's sad, you know, because it's. And what's the, there's another one, Wachovia, is that it? Well, whatever they're, yeah, they're doing for the. Essentially. The same, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you're diabetic, you're doing for diabetics, you're doing the gluten. your pancreas. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, if you do not have to, do not mess with the pancreas unless you have to mess with the pancreas. Yeah. Because you only got one. <laughs> and then it's the hardest thing to get to. Once it's been, you can't get to it. It's uh, so, that's why pancreatic cancer is so, such a, yeah, because then you can't get to it. It's behind. So it's a tiny little organ. So anyway, it does... It does, and that's uh, what is it called again? Ozempic. Ozempic, and those are it's weight loss. It's diabetic. Oh, diabetic. It's it's, yeah, it's insulin. Insulin. So it's for diabetics. So of course we, as you know, a culture like oh look, she's losing weight on that. Okay. So that's how it started going. But just like any other look, I don't know if you noticed, like every, you know, when people have cancer, you know, the cancer look, yeah. right? Eventually you get the cancer look. Ozempic, if you notice, has a look now too. So they're all skinny up here, yes. right? They're little, like their shoulders are like, right? And then it, it's like, it's called the, uh, to me, it's an Ozempic look. And it's just. It's so crazy you're saying that because I think my mind told me that when I. Right? I it's like their it. shoulders or something, almost like, you know, the dinosaurs with a little bit. It's like yeah. their shoulders are like tiny. Wow. And then. Uh, so, because in, that's not your body doing stuff naturally. So that's, I've had a lot of, um, I guess, you know, pull back with that too, as far as people wanting certain things that I'm not going to offer. Like I'm not going to do injectables. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do Botox. Am I by all means do it, but I'm not going right. to 
to offer that for you or anything yeah. like that. So, but I'm not a whatever you want to do, but I'm just again, there's so many natural ways to do things. And then I look at um I look at these mature women that have never had anything done. And then I look at a six-year-old that has had Botox and has fillers, and I'm like, kind of looks the same yeah. in a different, yeah. you know, right? Because yeah. I honestly think these girls that start doing this so early look older. Well, and they also look swollen by the time they keep well, doing it. Isn't, isn't that what they're doing? They're essentially making it just plumper so that it even just gets the irons out the wrinkles. Yeah, well, and then eventually you're stretching it so much, it's not doing so, you're kind of stretching you're it more. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just we've just gotten away from a lot of things. And that's to where I'm going to. I'm going back to old school. Um, because it's so easy to when you're in this business and you get the machines and this and the fast. I've worked with the medical side and and um and I was an educator, but now I'm finding my passion because I truly, truly believe it does need to be Eastern Western. They mm. do combo the Eastern combo. plus Western. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so you do. Would it be like Eastern's kind of what you practice? And if you absolutely get sick enough to where you have to do Western, then is that? Yeah, I go with that. You know, we do need our dog to do our physicals and we have everything. I'm not, again, nothing against them. We all, but there's certain things we, um, yes, I, I truly believe in Eastern because again, our bodies are our best doctors for us because they're going to tell us we know what's best for us. And then we have these other healers and our doctors are alternative healers because if you're at peace in mind, you're going to heal better. You know, again, if your doctor's telling you, oh, we need to have this surgery or we need to do this and you don't get a second opinion, you know, you're, and then something happens what happens? You're going to be upset. You're upset with the dog and your healing is just thrown. So really, you know, I just want everybody to know that you know best what's best for you. Mm-hmm. You just have to have the ability to pay attention to it. Exactly. Exactly. And ask the question. Exactly. And then, you know, and the other thing too is I can't stress this enough because I'm one of the worst about it too is sleep, rest. Even if it's just a 15 minute power nap. Mm -hmm. Obviously your body's trying to tell you for a reason. We just got to start listening to our body. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to tell you people are like, oh, I'm 50 years old. It's too late now. No. I've known a lot of women that have started in their 50s and actually look better now than when they were in their 30s. Yeah. So it's never too late because we can rewire at any time. Mm -hmm. We truly can. And, you know, and they always, oh, then what about my skin? If you're feeling good mentally, Everything. Absolutely. I I see some of my girlfriends and I haven't seen them in a while. I mean, heck, even when I saw my my childhood best friend, Andrea, I hadn't seen her in months in person. And I saw her and she was just like radiating like beauty, you know, and I'm like, what are you doing? You look beautiful, you know, and she's just genuinely happy. Like she's, yeah. she's getting to live. She gets to spend time with her children. She's made the life that she's happy with and she's taking care of her body and she's being thoughtful. And it's like, 
okay, that's what that looks like. And then I can run into some friends where I can tell that it's a hard time, you know, and, and, um, they might not be tending to themselves the way that they should. Um, We don't mean to, we think that we can put on makeup or, you know, put on nice clothes and kind of mask it, but you can see whenever you're at your best. Exactly. And I want my, my people, my support team, which is you get to, people should know you well enough now to know when something's wrong right. and to ask that question are you okay mm-hmm. how are you today because mm-hmm. we automatically assume that uh you know just because we didn't have a makeup day or we didn't do this or whatever but that we do need to ask how are you today mm-hmm. you know because a lot of times people are holding things in and struggling yeah and especially those closest to us and we just think they're these strong right. and that's mm-hmm. a lot of times so that's too what i do pay attention to because i do even with strangers and stuff if you notice and you start paying attention and you're like this person is struggling or something you can kind of, cause I like to people watch now yeah. too and just start, especially after the pandemic things changed mm-hmm. and we're not, um, you know, the stress on our bodies and you can see yeah. it all happening. And so, but there's so many things we can do for ourselves yeah. that are just simple and doesn't cost a lot or anything yeah. like that. So even just like I said, just walk around your block, you know, Mm -hmm. if you can't do exercise, just every time you eat or put a morsel of food in your mouth, just go walk around the block or just go walk to the corner and back. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Just the simplest of things. And I'm telling you, like to hear me say this, because what is it? Reformed is the worst. It's true, because when I first stopped drinking, I was like, how the hell do you ever have? And that's all I kept doing is thinking, I'm like, they're so full of shit. I mean, they're probably going to drink after this. Yeah, they're you know? all going to oh drink. My gosh. And they just left you out. Exactly. Exactly. You start thinking that you're like, these people are full of crap. But then like, that was the first step. And then everything starts going into play when yeah. you start learning things. And then you start seeing other people. And you're like, I bet you this person is, you know, you start like something's going on. Right. You know, and yeah. so like a lot of times people are like, oh, did you see my eye twitching? How much sleep have you had? Yeah. You know, so everything starts affecting mm-hmm. certain things. And, you know, and, and the more that you do that, the I mean, it's just it'll break you down. It's crazy. Is that, it's funny. The pandemic you mentioned, it was like, we could have been sleeping, but we were so like, what the hell's going to happen next with this thing? Yeah. We would stay up all night. You we know? had FOMO for no yeah, FOMO. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right, right. And I know I think about that. I'm right. like, man, I really could have spent those <laughs> years doing, we should have gone to the mountains and yeah, like yeah. hiked the whole time. Or it's like, true. you know, why didn't we do those? Like, you just didn't. But that's sort of like we what we know. do as, as, uh, as a society, as humans, we just like, okay, stop. Yeah. Stop. You know, and it's like, we have to keep moving. We have to keep going, you know, and it's just life is going to happen. It's but we have to be able to move on life's terms and not on ours. And that's what we get it twisted and all that, because it's just 
you know, that's the one thing I can honestly say. Life is, um, it's easy or keep it simple. It's simple, but it's not easy Yeah, because it's going to throw you stuff no matter what. Yeah. So I honestly feel with the pandemic, I am very grateful for that because it did make an awareness on mental illness as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that is the beginning too of a lot of the breakdown mm-hmm. of the bodies. And, you know, just the simplest things like even getting um, wellness treatments, facials and this and that can really brighten yeah. a person's day. Yeah. And to be able to talk to somebody. In touch. You know, physical it. touch. You yes. don't realize how much you need somebody to put their hands on your shoulders or touch your head. You know, yeah, any of those exactly. things you don't realize. And it's so strange because I, with the sandals, you know, it was mm-hmm. like when I started playing them for somebody and they start crying and then you're yeah, realizing... Yeah. Oh my God, this is just release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. everybody has their um their little knacks and their little things to help them. And and that's mm-hmm. what I'm I'm about now is just helping to release whatever I can help with, mm-hmm. whatever is needed at that time. And really it's just simple, like you just said, touch. Yeah. yeah. Simple touch and really to just validate them, you yeah. know, their existence. Mm-hmm. Their, you know, I do matter. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's just like, you do matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, so, um, we had the privilege of making, um, your, your video about, um, JA skincare, uh-huh. right? skin therapy, skin therapy. I'm sorry. I keep saying that <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Where's your head? Let me rephrase it. Um, so when we made that video one, it was really special for Matthew and me because we thought, you know, we really with Griffin Co. We really want to be able to work with partners that want to be able to creatively express what it is that they want to put out into the world, you know, and in your case, it's you're thinking about people beyond just skin. You're thinking about them as a whole person. So um, we have lots up our sleeve about doing some collaborations with you as far as, you know, videos and um, series of videos to to give people some tools for how to take care of themselves. But um, if we look into the future, like in the next year, yeah. What do you want to accomplish in the uh, next year? In the next year, I'm yeah. hoping to have little, um, I, I don't know, pilgrimages, sessions or whatever, like we Retreat, do a weekend retreats, okay. maybe starting here in the States or we just go out of the country, like mm-hmm. in Mexico or wherever, mm-hmm. uh, Portugal, anywhere and start doing retreats to for mind, body and soul. Yeah. You know, incorporating different healers in there. You guys, mm-hmm. whoever wants to come that we do a healing Mm-hmm. Um, together, healing journey together. Yeah, I That's, think I'd sent you like that little thirty-minute documentary that had Michelle Rodriguez in it. I don't know if you yeah, get to see it. Yes, but I, they were like down, and and it was, it was she wasn't there as the, as the actor or whatever, but she she was just on a journey with these other people, and they end up going to I can't remember if it was Chile, Peru. I don't remember, but I they think were it in was South Chile because I saw yeah. the be yeah the beginning or whatever of that. But it's just amazing. Things like that, how it can just change your whole being, your whole mindset. It's done so much for me Mm -hmm. through these pilgrimages, these journeys, because it does. It gets you out of yourself 
You don't have to think about yourself. You're thinking of nothing but feeling. Yep. And what's my next step? And why? How can I heal? And what what can I do? What's my purpose? So with those, I really feel everybody should at least experience one or two or, and try to do them every other year or mm-hmm. whatever you can do them every yeah. year. But they're, they're huge because you get to do hikes, whatever we choose to do, but it's part of the healing process. So that's where I see myself within the next mm. year's travel. Oh, nice. So I should make a video about that first. Yeah, yes. want to make a series of videos yeah. on it. And um, I think... I'm a firm believer if you put it into the universe, it's likely to come true. So you Me should always too. say out loud to people what it is that you want to accomplish. So yeah. we put it out in the universe. <laughs> I'll see y'all in Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. Yeah, yeah. We would want to go to all those places yeah. too. Any of that would sound exactly. great to me. Mexico, yeah. wherever. Ooh, we're so going. Um, so we always wrap up every episode with like a top three, like three things from the conversation that um, we want to just kind of recap with the audience. So I have three and um, I, I'd like to share them. And then if it spurs any thoughts or additional comments that you guys want to share, then chime in. Okay. okay. So my first one that I heard early in the conversation was when you listen to your body, you can actually understand what is causing that reaction. And Whether it's your skin or you're got a cold or. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So that ta- that reminded me, that was a good reminder of, oh, I should start paying attention well, to for, these things. For most of my life, it was like, I would have something that was like, why is that? Remember, I would used to get, remember that like cold sore, the yeah. kind of thing I would get on my neck and it would just pop up and I'd be like, God, nothing's here again. I don't know what that's all about. Let me get back to doing what I'm doing over here. Yeah. <laughs> Nathy's, think about Nathy's solution was always to pour alcohol yeah. like everything. <laughs> that's my grandpa. He would put so yeah. much green alcohol. Yeah, winter green. Winter green. Yeah, we, we still have a lot of winter green alcohol. My, my grandpa, <laughs> that's how you treated everything. Every, I don't, if I come in, grandpa did this. Oh, lay down. We're squirting alcohol on it. Yeah. <laughs> so like Windex. Windex. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It was totally like that. And yes. that's still kind of a hard habit. So to it's shoot. the white version. Yeah. Of the white, white version. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. That's exactly. Right. Winter yeah. green alcohol is the white person's version of that. Yeah. So maybe pause for a second whenever. Yeah. You know, there's so your body is trying to tell you something. That little maybe, that little rash you have on your neck, it's there for a whole deeper reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. the truth. Yeah. I mean, just. Just start paying attention. Yeah. Just yeah. start paying attention and you'll you learn know, a lot. You'll learn a lot. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, the second one I heard was when you were sharing about your ayahuasca trips, which were very intriguing. I want to learn more about that. But um, you said just very simply to heal, you have to rewire. To heal, you have to rewire. Because yeah. again, it's all connected mind and body. If one's ill, the other is too. Yeah. It's, you know, so, and then when those two are connected, then that's when you can begin your spiritual journey as well. Yeah. Because it's a freedom, you know? Yeah. That, that word freedom is huge. It's like when you feel like you're the one in control or you're the one that can make choices. Um, I don't know why it takes. Or the one that has to. Yeah. When you feel like you have to. And then, 
it seems like what happens for, for when that is like the instant you want control, something gets in the way of that. And it's like, cause you needed the control. Now the world's not responding, you know? And then you just get into this loop, you know, where now you're like, and I'm stressed out now because no one will, the world won't react the way I want it. <laughs> it's so true. I think that's what we should talk about is our control because control. How we, all we're talking earlier about oh, the, yes. the things we're noticing. Yeah. And I was like, it's not even, why did yeah. I do that? Because I had like completely lost control and yes. nobody's now respecting the whole process yeah. of it. So it's true. Yes. Well, it's like you want freedom from all these other things. It's like, you probably just need to get freedom from yourself. Yes, <laughs> it's a true, yeah. it's a true. And once you like, you, you start controlling the mind, yeah. just yeah. again, it's very hard for me to pause but I'm a reactor. So this is what I have to tell myself. It's like, you're just going to make things worse. Right. Uh-huh. They're going to miss the whole message. You're yeah. going to have to clean this mess yeah. up. Yeah. So just approach this in a nice manner, Gene. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it? What I can tell people, you don't even know I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and Matthew and I were talking about this with people, how a lot of times when you're having this interaction, and it's a bad, let's say it's a bad interaction. It's like you, if you can get yourself in the mindset to go, okay, what was this interaction really about? Mm-hmm. Was that person, is it, this person is obviously dealing with something and the reaction they had to me was a result of whatever's going on with them or am I dealing with things and I'm reacting to this person exactly. because I need to release it and they're the recipients but of you that. Know. You know, yeah. when you said to ask it in a simple way, if you're having a bad interaction, try to ask yourself, is this about them or is this about me? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, and, and I guess that would mean, let's like, are they angry? Let's say they're angry. If they, are they angry at me because of something I did, or are they angry about something else? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. You know, if you yeah. get bother with that, then maybe it'll prevent you from fighting back. Right. Well, that's and reacting in a way that's right. not really even about that, you yeah. know, like yeah. about the c- scenario that you're in. But see, yeah. when I planted that seed next time, like, I can see myself going, like, ah, it's just about her. Same response every time for the record. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then my third one was uh, just you said our bodies are our best doctors. So you have to start listening to your body because you are the one that can figure out what's best for you. It's true. And intuition. You know, if you're saying something's not right, then something's not right. And mm-hmm. even if you go to the doctor and say, oh, you're fine, but something wasn't right for you. So it's better just to be, to get a check. But we know, we know. And a lot of it too is with men, the frightening of it, the, you know. I don't to, know if I want the truth. You no, know, yeah. it's a true story. So, you know, and it's, and then we just make things worse because we don't want to deal with it. But I'm telling you, once you start healing from within, it all connects and you really, you'll know, even like you're, like you were saying earlier, oh, this little thing, yeah. sometimes even when your toenail hurts, you're yep. like, oh gosh, what's going, you know, and then sure enough, you're like, yep. oh, you know what? 
I stubbed my toe. Is it because it's because you know what I was thinking these things and I was getting ready to block myself oh. from moving forward? You know, right, so you start right. no, I'm really backtracking. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So yeah. you yeah. do. Why you did stub- I why did you stub it that day? Like, no, you know, it's yeah. for real. It's like like things because you were in a hurry, because you weren't thinking yeah. you weren't just too busy caught up in thinking about something yeah. else. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just you can yeah. put things together for mm-hmm. yeah. Or, or you know, I'm having a bad day today well the the act the things that are happening the synchronicities are yeah but in a sense did we kind of set it up you know what i mean well that's such a good one too just that little example that's a tiny example if i stub my toe i would just chalk it up to I, I was just in a hurry or whatever. But if you ask now, why were you in a hurry? Yes. And then you, and then you have an answer for that. You go, well, why that? And yeah. now yeah. you can start to really back it up. Yeah. Because like, think about it. If you stub your toe, why did you, you yes. stubbed it for yes. a year? Otherwise you would do it every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. No, it every it's, day. it's true. When people start pointing this out, so you know, like when you start working yeah. on your mind, you're like, Oh, I guess everything in a sense is intentional. Well, and you know, what's funny is in, um, in education, like when we're working, like when we're trying to get down to like root cause analysis, it's called the five whys. You literally ask, have to ask a series of why five times, because likely whatever you think the problem is, is five whys in. Oh, so like, why did you stub your toe? Why were you in a hurry? Why did you think this? Why did you think this? And it's called you the were five wise. Because you overslept. Why did you oversleep? Because no, I drank too much wine. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's true. So in a way, so why did you drink too much wine? Because yes. I always drink too much wine. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you're trying to stop yeah. your toe. Like yeah. You hurt yourself, right? To stop yourself or delay in yeah. a sense or uh, harm yourself. Like, damn it, yeah. why did I do Wake that? Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, it just made me think think of the series but no, that's, that's actually true. like research based where you you ask it five times yeah. Yeah. five wise yeah it's so crazy because it's like when your knee like with your knee hurting because you're the whole mind concept is you're refusing to move forward to bend you're refusing to bend you know and move forward which kind of makes sense yeah you know? right and so anything like you're literally you're holding yourself back and your knee is feeling it now exactly <laughs> and so like when my knee went out i think i told like two months ago it popped and yes. i said okay so then when i sat and i said completely makes sense yeah. when everything happening i said okay no i'm not moving forward right yeah. i don't want to bend yeah. yeah you know so you do, you start, it's so weird because it almost becomes like a game. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it, what, and that's, and that's another one that just sharpens your mind too and introduces you more to what you've been talking about, which is that it's all connected. You're everything from the way you feel to the way you think to the way that your body is reacting. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, so. this we could we have a lot more to talk about yeah. and we are going to but thank you Jean for giving us yes. your evening and coming thank over you. even taking care of Bodie tonight. You thank you gave her P P E M S pulse electric magnetic force. Yeah, yes. That's right. All right. Well, episode uh, 52. All right, and we're going to come back and we'll have a documentary this time next year. That's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Look at that. I love that. All right. We'll do it from a mountain sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night. <laughs> Bubble, 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 bubble